0: Part two of our discussion about suicide in Utah with Annette Eckhart,
1: next on Polygamy, What Love Is This? We've been discussing with our
0: guest the problem of suicide in Utah, well, anywhere, and how best to help people who are thinking of a suicide as a way out of their dilemma, or of families, uh, perhaps, who have suffered through someone that they loved committing suicide. So we're going to continue our discussion now in Part 2 with our guest, Annette Eckhart. Thank you, Annette, for coming and sharing with you. And again, we talked about your book, the first, uh, in Part 1, but tell us about your book again and, and where people can get it and your website.
1: Surely. It's a book to bring hope. It's a book to inform people so that there would be an awareness when someone would hear the voice or a friend would hear the voice that there'd be a spiritual awareness of what's happening in the spiritual realm which there's very little education about the spiritual realm that people really are interested in accessing today. But this would help people to overcome the huge problem, the epidemic problem that we're having now in the United States and in the world. So the book can be gotten at Amazon, mm-hmm. Spiritual Secrets About Suicide, or on our website, bridgeforpeace.org.
0: And the part one was a very interesting discussion on the spiritual aspect of it, because like you say, we're body, soul, and spirit, and the spirit needs to be uh, ministered to. Yes. And God does that, yes. and only God can do it the right way. Um, now, we quoted um, from KUTV News and also from the Utah Suicide Prevention webpage and Utah State Gov webpage about suicide, and our viewers can go there if you want to read up about the, the actual uh, horrendous skyrocketing of suicide, mm-hmm. especially in the state of Utah. We ended our discussion in part one with the signs of um, of suicide. Are there any? Sometimes there are. Sometimes there are not. Isolation is is one large sign, and sometimes there are none. Now, so the next question. This leads into the next question. If there are no warning signs, mm-hmm. um, how can we prevent it? If we don't know, if there's nothing there to show that this is uh, is, in
1: the, like the the story you told at the beginning of part one. Right. Well. In the book, even I talk about spirit, soul, and body. That's that's what the word says. The Bible says in Thessalonians, we are spirit, soul, and body. So, just right. the proper order to life. Mm-hmm. The order to life is that my spirit should be ordering my soul and my physical body. But so oftentimes we put it the opposite way. We're around. You know, it's like my mm-hmm. soul. I want. Mm-hmm. I feel. You know, it's all about what I want. That's and right. so what. when we teach people about the spirit and how the spirit is and soul and body is the proper order, and we teach people in the book, how do I strengthen my spirit mm-hmm. so that I can live the godly destiny that I have been born with? Because that's not going to come out of my soul. sometimes,
0: me. Sometimes these I want, I want, I want right. isn't
1: good for us. No, no. It's, no, it's got nothing to do with what's good for me. It's got yeah. to do with what I want. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, which doesn't have anything to do with that. I could want it because I've got low self-esteem. You know, I could want it because I have no self-control. I could want yeah. it for many mm-hmm. different reasons. Right. But when all of my wants, if I say my soul, is ordered by my spirit, then my life is moving toward the good plan that God has for me. Mm-hmm. Everything in my life will direct me into the course of the plan God's God which
0: is the best thing for us, even for those who don't want God, still He knows what's best for us and he is the best thing for us. Yes. Um, now, how valuable is biblical literacy in this topic?
1: Yes, well, very valuable because what we want to do is strengthen our spirit. Spirit, soul and body. Many of us are spending a lot of time in the gym strengthening our bodies right, right. and giving our souls whatever they want, strengthening our souls. But our spirits are very weak. Mm-hmm. Our spirits are being dominated by our physical bodies, by our souls. And what we want to do is strengthen our spirits, which comes through, when mm-hmm. you talk about mm-hmm. biblical, biblical literacy, comes through reading the Word of God, comes through times of qu- prayer, quiet meditation, or um, you know, putting yourself in the center of the Bible story, or meditative music, or talking to others about what God is, what He said in the Bible, talking or talking what God but, has said in the Bible, talking about what God's doing in my life, sharing my testimony of how I came to know God, mm-hmm. sharing with friends, uh, studying the Word of God together, uh, going to worship services together. Mm-hmm. You're know, just feeding my spirit, listening even to good Bible teachers, uh, things that, even uplifting. There's movies, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that are out even today, good Christian movies with good messages, rather than the other kinds of things that the soul might want to lead people into. Because Mm -hmm. God Mm -hmm. says, I came that you will have abundant life. Life and have it more abundantly.
0: Right. Right. That's one of my favorite verses. (laughs) Now, uh, the next question I had, I, I need to lead into this with, uh, with our culture. This is a, a unique culture. It's mostly Mormonism. and Utah has been uh, highest in Mormonism of, of any other uh, group of people, and the highest percentage of Mormons in Utah than any other group of people. So, and that includes polygamists, by the way, because they are in Mormonism. Leaders in this culture, in this Mormon culture have preached for decades. That it's better to be dead than to lose your virtue. Mm. And and I was taught that myself. Our, uh, people in our in our polygamy group was taught that. The Mormon church has taught that. Thousands and thousands of young people have been taught that. So if a young child, now our our teen our teen youth is uh, suicide is skyrocketing. What mm. happens when they lose their virtue? Mm. You know, when, when they make a mistake and they actually do mm-hmm. um, lose their virtue, what do they do? Commit yes. suicide? Do mm. they, is that one of the reasons? Mm. Mm. And one more, and then I'll ask you to, to speak to both of these issues. Another non-biblical, by the way, that is not a biblical concept. I want our viewers to know that. that yeah. is not Virtue is not more important than life. Okay? Another one is the non-biblical but still popular teaching in this culture that there are three heavens. There's not a there's not a hell like the Bible teaches it, but there's three heavens. There's the highest, the middle, and then there's the lowest. And the lowest would be kind of like their hell, only it's not as it's not that bad. In fact they teach that the lowest degree of glory is so much better than the earth that if you knew how great it was you would kill yourself to get there. Mm. So if someone is trying to reach the highest, and they screw up, and then they've got this guilt and this shame and you know all of this, well, it's better to kill myself, and, and I'll go to the lowest degree, but it's mm. better than here. Mm. What would you say to this? I mean, they're taught that suicide,
1: that yes. death is better yes. than these. Yes, shocking. Well, I would say... You're bringing back to my mind something that we had shared, that you had mentioned in the first interview that we had. Uh Um, That was, I wouldn't say, a red flag in my mind. And now you're bringing it back again. Unforgiveness Mm -hmm. in any form. Unforgiving. So you had had church leaders that lied to you. And now you harden your heart. In other words, you won't forgive them. You have um, lost your virtue you can't forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Someone's lost their virtue, you can't forgive them. You think it's better that they would die than Mm -hmm. live a life like Mm -hmm. that. Um, All of these issues of unforgiveness, 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 that comes from the father of lies. Unforgiveness is a contract with the devil. Unforgiveness is a contract with the devil. Forgiveness is not a feeling. Forgiveness is a decision. Mm -hmm. Our Christian... Faith is based on the fact that uh, I have been forgiven.
0: Absolutely.
1: And there was nothing that I did, nothing, no reason that I should have been forgiven except Jesus loved me Mm -hmm. and he decided to forgive me. And he decided to shed his life, to give his life for me because he loved me, he forgave me. When we will not forgive other people, leaders, friends, or ourselves, Doris, believe me, if I can't forgive you, I don't forgive myself either. When that happens, we're in a contract with the devil.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Making a decision to forgive doesn't mean I feel like it, doesn't mean, I'll tell you what the Lord, how the Lord put it to me. Doesn't mean they didn't do something mean, Didn't doesn't mean they didn't do something intentional to hurt you, but could also just be a word spoken that I took wrong. Unforgiveness comes into the heart like a poison arrow. And our God who can do anything will not, will not remove that arrow from our hearts because he respects our free choice. But if I will make a decision to say, I forgive you as a decision, not as a feeling, Mm -hmm. but a decision, then I myself remove that poison arrow from my heart. The longer that I will refuse to forgive. The longer that arrow remains in my heart, the longer the poison is there. It goes through my body, goes through my mind, goes through my heart, causes sleepless nights, Mm -hmm. causes anger and rage and depression, and in many cases even leads to murder, leads to Mm -hmm. physical illness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I will make that decision to forgive, I remove that arrow from my own heart. Once I've done that, the Holy Spirit will come in and clean up all the dead tissue, all the infection, the healing process. Bring the healing right. and restore my heart.
0: And then there's those who who don't that don't feel forgiven. Maybe their parents, maybe their peer pressure, whatever it is that they have done the wrong thing, and they think it's better off to be dead than to face people because there's guilt and there's shame. It's a culture that really pushes perfection. And if you mess up in just one way, you've got, you're carrying that guilt in the shade. So you're not, it's not that you're not forgiving. It's you don't feel that they have
1: forgiven you. Right. But if or I, that God has. Right. So, yeah, so there's the lies. So if I feel that you haven't forgiven me, what what feelings come along with that like you like as you're saying well resentment and resentment so what is my job <laughs> to forgive them right right my job is to forgive them and then oftentimes they're touching an emotion that already exists so they're not forgiving me and I'm resenting that because I don't forgive myself in the first place mm. i don't forgive myself and i don't believe that god forgave me so it's destroying the lies it's destroying all of those lies that God God says, once you've repented of your sins, that to him, he doesn't remember it anymore. It's as right. far as the east is from the west. He has no memory. We're the ones that bring it up right. again. But exactly. he says he has no memory of that because it's been covered by the blood of Jesus who have been forgiven mm-hmm. forever forgiven it's not held against us anymore so so the, so the teen then who who commits this sin
0: yes it's better to be, it's better to be dead than lose your virtue and yet they've lost their virtue and and we're speaking to to people out there who yes. actually are living this lie right and what do they what are they supposed to do especially if they don't believe the bible is
1: their helper well if we can speak to um, Anyone out there today who's watching this today, we can speak to them. We want to tell you the truth today, that life is a precious gift. And there's nothing that you can do, nothing that would cause you to be better off dead Right. That's a lie That's in right. itself. That's right. That life is the very best place. That season's changed and you could feel stripped and bare today, but new, new leaves are going to come. Mm-hmm. And that the good details of your life will unfold. But we've got to live it out, walk it through, mm-hmm. walk it through with a heart of forgiveness. Know that we love you. In in the name of Jesus, anyone struggling out there, we're in a healing ministry. You know, you can call us at bridgeforpeace.org, 631-730-3982. Call us. We'll pray with you on the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, write to us. We'll pray for you. We'll start a conversation that we love you in the name of Jesus. Your life is precious to us. And we want you to continue to live that you would fulfill the destiny, the good plan that God has for your life. So we want to cancel that lie. In the name of Jesus. When we cancel that lie lie, and we release the truth that God has got a good plan for you. He's got a future for you and he's got a hope for you. And that's what we're releasing today.
0: That's that's the the, the deal is the hope. Now, again, life can be going great. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Again, the story you told at the beginning in part one. Uh, But the enemy can still come and put troubling thoughts into our minds, Mm -hmm. which might drive someone to contemplate suicide how do we combat those disturbing thoughts that temptation
1: what do we do well one of the things we can do is say oh you same one that spoke to my Savior Jesus in the name of Jesus I tell you to go I say ABC arrest bind cast out ABC Doris arrest so when you're driving, like here in Utah, we notice that your speed limits, you have 70. We don't have that on Long Island, where I live in New really? York. 55 <laughs> is the limit. Oh. But no one goes 55. People <laughs> go 70 all the time. And everyone will keep going 70 unless there's a police officer over in the bushes.
0: Yes. Right? Yes.
1: Because then there's, you know you're committing a crime. So that's what is when once you find out, once you hear this lie, oh, you're better off dead than alive, Arrest that thought. Mm -hmm. Arrest it in the name of Jesus. That's a crime being committed against you. Arrest it. Mm -hmm. Second, when he arrested, when the police officer come, he handcuffs you. So you can't do any damage. So the second thing is bind it so we can't do any damage. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind you. I put a gag order on you. You know what that is? You go to court, a gag order on you, you know? So you can't speak to me anymore. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over you. We're giving authority through Jesus Christ. All this is in my book, Doris. Mm -hmm, mm Go really fast. Mm -hmm. You're given authority as ambassadors of Christ. I take authority of you just like the police officer takes authority over the speeding vehicle driver. I take authority over you I bind you I put a gag order on you and I cast you out A B C arrest bind cast out we have been given authority at, by our savior Jesus Christ over mm-hmm. the demonic realm right in the beginning in Genesis it says you're to take dominion over all the earth well, Exactly right that, he's never you're changed right. his mind and that's what well, we're exactly to do right. in our own lives and then onto the world That's right
0: we do we do have that that authority through Jesus and he gave us that authority exactly. Jesus did he gave us exactly. that authority the next one is controversial but i'm going to ask it anyway should christians open up themselves to movies or books about the occult witches demon possession and so on does it warp our minds our christians to do that does it put us in harm's way does it detract us from god's love what's the danger if there is any
1: so interesting that you should say that's controversial i don't see where the controversy is in that one at all
0: <laughs> i agree I mean, but there's a yeah. lot too
1: you know <laughs> to. it's just the same as when we wrote when i wrote this book spiritual secrets about suicide and the bridge for peace teams around the world Lay hands on the book and pray. Whoever takes that book into their hand will be blessed. Whoever opens it will receive revelation from God. Whoever needs deliverance will receive deliverance. He'll be healed by it. We bless it mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. The same thing happens. I mean, a, a director was telling me, a movie director actually told me, some of these movies that are being produced, these very dark movies, some of the actors even have to go through rituals to get the job. Whoa. Whoa. And those movies are cursed. Curses are coming through those movies, if you watch those movies. Even the cursing that goes on in a lot of these television shows or whatever, that curse goes in your mind. You yourself, if you're watching something where they're using God's name in vain, you know, you're receiving a curse when you're watching that and you're absorbing all of that. That goes right into your spirit. Satan wants to come in. He wants some kind of doorway, some kind of entryway. A lot of these people that we minister to because we're in a healing ministry, a lot of parents will tell me their sons were listening to heavy metal kind of music. And from that moment on, they got into drugs. They got into this. They got into that. They got into a suicidal state of mind, Mm -hmm. just a, a progression. Because the enemy came, as we said before, he wants to kill, to steal, John, to destroy. Destroy is what he wants to do. Destroy lives. So yes, we are we are absolutely responsible for what we watch, for what we listen to, for the place our feet lead us. We're responsible for that. And even as we have mission teams going out across the world, we always will cut off every assignment of the enemy against us. We rebuke the enemy and all of his evil plans and evil intentions for us. And we pray to be more sensitive to our Holy Spirit, to Mm -hmm. be more sensitive to the light. And the the good news is, Doris, as you know, that the darkness has never overcome the light, not once. So we can turn to Jesus. If we've been involved in those kinds of things, we can repent. Mm -hmm. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry. Maybe we didn't know any better, but now we know. Say, I'm sorry, Lord, I repent of that. I thank you that I've been forgiven of that, and I pray that I could be delivered of every negative effect that has had in my life, in my mind, in my heart, in my relationships. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, very good.
1: Um, and of course, there is a lot of occult
0: going on around us. Games like the Ouija board and different things like that uh, that are really uh, they, they they seem innocent enough, but they're really they are occult not. Roots. They have occultic roots. Okay. Um, I, you say that you've got 40 stories in your mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Why don't we spend the rest of, of the time, we have st- five or so minutes left,
1: mm-hmm.
0: talking about
1: some of your favorite stories that you have in your book. Oh, well, I guess my favorite stories are even more recent than my book. Oh. Stories that I would say I would have put in my book if I knew, you know, people yeah. that are still being released from the oppression of suicidal thoughts. Uh-huh. And just, just recently, a gentleman told me, and he had been um, hospitalized with suicidal thoughts, and mm-hmm. what uh, he had realized, when we talk about arrest, bind, and cast out, identify, arrest it, identify this is satanic, identify it and arrest it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what he had said is, in his situation, he was a farmer, and there was drought. This is in Australia. We've just come from oh, Australia, yes. okay. and uh, he was working hard to go with. He had a tanker. They would go and pick up water and deliver it to other farmers. He had his own farm as well. The tanker took a long time to fill out up, and people were getting aggravated because they had smaller tankers, I guess, to bring out to their own little farms. So we decided to go out late at night, like 11 o'clock at the morning, at 11 o'clock at night to fill up. By the time he filled it up and got home, be one in the morning, he'd be out on his farm at five in the morning to Mm. do what he needed to do. So short sleep Mm -hmm. was an opening. And then he said he felt like it was like a black dog nipping at his heels. You know, Winston Churchill called his depression the black dog, you know, those kinds of Mm. things. So he felt like it was a black dog nipping at his heels. And then what happened is that dog grew and grew. And then he felt like it was an Alsatian or a German Shepherd leaping at him from behind my word and he went into hospital he turned himself in to the hospital you know for treatment and then it was the realization as we talk about arrest bind and cast out the realization that that dog did not have a license it wasn't licensed. I don't know if you need to license your dogs in Utah, yes. in New York. You know, okay, you have to have. A, so, it yes. was, this was an illegal dog. So, in other words, it was Satan. Mm. Satan is illegal. Mm-hmm. He's a liar. And when he realized that the dog didn't have any license, it wasn't, it uh, was not authorized to torment him in the ways that he'd been tormented. Then he cast it out. He took authority over it and he told it to go. And he was delivered and doing fine ever since, just told us the story, just was very happy because his son had bought the book and then when his son read the book in one night, because many people say, I'll read a chapter, but once they start to read it, they can't put it down. Mm. His son bought two books to help friends that were struggling also to come through through mm. the power wow. of understanding our authority in the spiritual right. realm as children of right,
0: God. Right, Do you have another story you would like to tell?
1: Well... I guess another one of my favorite stories is a young woman who did not know God, had no interest in religion. I guess she was married to a very wealthy man from another nation. They were living in Hawaii, you know, like living the beautiful dream. She had two children in the car and her marriage, she was experiencing some problems in the marriage and she heard a voice telling her to drive off the cliff with her children in the car. Hmm. And she came to realize that this was, this was a voice that was coming from the darkness. She didn't know Jesus. She didn't know mm-hmm. anything about the spiritual realm. But what happened was Jesus came and met her. Wow! You know, Doris, he'll come into the darkest places. We don't have to try to pull ourselves up and well, meet that's Jesus. That's where he does his best work. Right, you know, but so many of us think we have to yes. pull ourselves up and polish ourselves oh, off to call on Jesus. No. We want no. anyone listening today to know He comes right into the prison cell. He'll come right into the car where the devil's tormenting you. So that's what happened. Jesus made himself known to her. Mm and then she also got educated like through spiritual secrets about suicide Mm -hmm. she got educated about what was happening in the spiritual realm got totally delivered and now goes around just sharing her story and setting other people free she
0: never knew anything about jesus before that never knew anything about jesus you know you hear news stories about where a woman maybe drowns her babies or or does different things, and we just wonder. It makes you wonder if that voice is speaking to her. Maybe she didn't commit suicide, but Absolutely. she killed her, her her babies. Absolutely. And it makes you wonder if they've had that
1: and they didn't know how to deal with it. Absolutely, Doris. Yes, yeah. yes. Wow. And that's why I want everyone to be aware that there's an enemy of your soul, you know. But there's life in Jesus Christ, and growing Jesus. more and more sensitive to the Holy Spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Annette, this has been fascinating. We could probably do many more. If I would had been able to read your book in advance, there would have been a lot of other questions I would have asked you and been more conversant with this as well. But I do appreciate it. It was a spur of the moment, and I thank you so much thank for coming and sharing and for writing the book to help others. And we just want to speak to to the viewers who, in this culture, uh, don't believe the lies of, of, of that you have to be anything for God's love because God loves you. You. He died for you on the cross in Jesus Christ. And 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 he just waits with open arms for you to come and trust in him. It doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done, he will accept you. Uh, and so if you having suicide thoughts or know someone who is uh go to Bridge for Peace, God will. you can also call Children Refuge and and um, and we will refer you and and just there is hope, and that's the important thing to know is hope. Thank you, Annette, so very much for giving hope to so many people through your ministry and through your books.
1: Thank Thank you you Thank you so
0: much. Well, we do realize that when people leave Mormonism, whether it be the LDS church or a polygamy group, that they take with them the many lies that they have been taught about God. They see... God as being totally different than He really is, so they won't turn to Him. In fact, only a small percentage will even begin their own journey to find the truth about God. Instead, they reject all of it, and consequently miss out on so much freedom of mind and freedom of spirit and freedom from false teachings, and miss out on the joy of knowing the truth. Now, we're not suggesting that you follow us or anyone else; only that you learn about and then follow the Jesus of the Bible, because in Him is freedom, and He Himself is the truth, and it's the truth that sets you free. You'll find new meaning for life, and all the old will be washed away in His grace and love, and will be replaced by the beauty of a new you with eternal hope. Thank you for watching.